In this month's lesson, we talked about how to level up your game. Let's join Pastor Bill in the auditorium for this great lesson. All right, thank you. Great to see you, BJ, and uh, appreciate being with you this month. And as we're talking now in BPL leadership, I believe this is going to be a lesson that you're going to thoroughly enjoy because there's so much to it. So uh, I want to just start right with you and get started uh, in the hope that, that as we go, we will, we will steamroll. And by the time we're finished, you want to go out and change the world, okay? Uh, the topic this month is going to be the way to level up your game. The way to level up your game. Now that term level up oftentimes is being used now to, to mean to get the most out of or to raise the stake. Or sometimes people will say, hey, I, I better level up that golf game. And, uh, and what they're trying to do is just make sure everything is firing on all cylinders and performing the very best it can. And if you want to level up your game, there's some things I want you to know and see and understand. So I'm going to give you about 10 ways real quick that we can start leveling up today, okay? All right, let's jump right in. Number one. The first thing I'd do if I was going to level up my game would be to examine your life at the moment. Examine your life at the moment. You never get anywhere until you figure out where you are, and when you stop and notice where I am, then you can decide to ask the questions that are important. That is, are, am I where I want to be? Am I really right where I want to be right now? Am I on track to get where I want to be if I'm not? Uh, is my goal or my vision crystal clear? Do I know specifically what my target is? And what I want to achieve and where I want to arrive. And I've often said, if you can't see it or say it, you'll never seize it. So you've got to be able to say, okay, this is, as I've examined, I've got to know where I want to be and I'm right here at this spot, but I can clearly tell what I'm going to need to get where I need to be. And so that's the first step. The first step to leveling up is going to be to examine your life at this moment. Now, number two, uh, exchange all the little options for one big goal. You see, there comes a buy-in. There's this time that we say, all right, if this is where I want to be, then I'm going to have to be doing something to pay the price. You know, I got to buy the ticket. I got I to expend the effort or the energy or the money or whatever to get where I want to be. So you need to exam exchange all the little options for the one big goal. Uh, time is going to be real hard to replace. You can lose a lot of things, but you better ma maximize your time if you're going to reach your goals in life. You've got to maximize your energy. You've got to maximize your focus. All of those things have to be brought into place where suddenly now you're saying, I could be busy doing a thousand little things, or I can exchange those things for the one big goal that I want to focus on. That means you're going to say no to a lot of urgent things that come across your desk. You'll get a lot of things that just demand your attention or time. And the closer you get to where you want to be, the less you're going to be able to say yes to everything. So if there are things that are low risk return or things that are not going to give you back what you need to get where you want to be, then by all means, learn to say the word no. I know that's hard for some people, but if I can say no to all, the, all those good things, I can say yes to the big things. And particularly those of you in ministry, that you're doing your best. There'll be a thousand demands and there'll be a lot of urgent things that come up throughout your day and your week. What you've got to learn to do is to evaluate regularly, can this be done by somebody else? And if I can get somebody else that does this better within their gifting and I can stay on what I do, then we all win. But it's going to be hard for you, especially the smaller organization you're in, they expect more of you to do it all. 
and you've got to learn to train, develop, and equip others. So the first thing we say was, if I'm going to level up my game is examine my life at the moment. Number two, exchange the little options for the one big goal. And number three, I would stress this. I can't stress it enough. Expose yourself to personal growth and successful people. Expose yourself to personal growth. That is, you want to find that you're on a plan where that you're growing because when you grow, it grows. Nothing grows if you're not growing. When I'm growing, it grows. When I quit growing, it quits growing. So my personal growth is going to be a big deal there. And then also to successful people. People that have done it, those people can teach you a lot more than, than, uh, than you'll ever get by trying to find it in the school of hard knocks. Uh, go to school on their shot. Let those people that have found success in some areas that you want be your teachers and your mentor and ask a gazillion questions. And if you do that, that helps you. So I ask you the questions here along that line. What is your plan for personal growth? I mean, what are you really doing for personal growth? Well, the good news is this. You're watching this, so that's one of the best things you can do. And I'm committed to helping you to get where you want to be. So that's a great plan. And the other is, ask yourself these questions. Who am I watching? Who am I listening to? And who am I learning from? That is, who am I watching and observing and saying, this is how they're doing it, and figuring out why? And then, who am I listening to? Who's pouring into my life? The voices you listen to will determine the choices you make. And the people you listen to in your life are the most important. You know, you can have good relationships and have somebody come and whisper little things, little by little, and it'll break relationships. You can have a great big goal and somebody whisper little things regularly. You can't get there. You won't be there. You're not qualified. And ultimately, it diverts you, it derails your plan. Be very careful about the, the voices that you listen to. I'm telling you, if there's one lesson, and I'm going to do a big one one day on that, but if there's one lesson I've learned the hard way through life, it is the people that are speaking into your life, no matter how close, no matter how, how, how the relationship is, what they're speaking to your life, you need to listen to, sift, evaluate, because those things determine a whole lot about how far you go and how energized you are and how healthy you'll be. And so those are important. Expose yourself to personal growth and successful people. Number four, express your belief in your goals openly. And it's don't just say I've got a goal and a plan and it's secret. No, talk about it. Don't shut up about it. Let it be known to the world. Say it all the time. I, I remember one of the guys I knew years ago that he became a major player but he, he thought it and talked it up when he was nothing. And all he did was thought, one day this is what I'm going to be, what I'm going to do, what, and, and he got there. And, and, and the reason he got there, I believe, was because he openly talked about his beliefs. And so I, 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 you know, I tell you, you'll, you'll never play consistently at a level that you, uh, that you don't believe yourself to be at. I think it was John Wooten that kind of said it that way, that, you, you may get there by fake it till you make it, but you won't make it long. You'll never play consistently at a level that you don't believe that you can play at. And so it's important that you say it out loud. And, and then ask yourself, if my goals are moral, if my goals are clean, they're not hurting anybody, and they're beneficial to others, then I'm going to talk about them out loud no matter who wants to hear it and how long. And so that's the question. Then the fourth, number five. Expect opposition to your dreams or goals. Anytime you begin to declare what you're going to do and where you're going to be and what you intend to achieve, you're going to get some pushback. You're going to get some, some resistance. People that don't have a dream of their own won't ever buy into yours. And they may not even follow yours, and they may not support yours. And so expect some opposition. It's all right. 
Don't let it shut you down. Don't let it become a problem for you. Just literally learn to, to live with it. I have a file at home where one of the first books that I ever tried to write, um, I sent it out. And this was 20 years ago before we, the book came out, um, Make a Break for It. And I got over 100 rejection letters. I laughed at every single one of them. Every one of those letters I looked at and said, hey, that's all right. We'll get there one day. They just won't be the one to do it. And I kept a file. And the other day I was cleaning out some files and saw all this. This is not the right time. This wouldn't be so-and-so. It was a form letter, okay? They didn't know me. I didn't know them. I didn't care. You you shoot out there. You try. And when you get in those, people that stop when someone opposes them or says something critical or they don't feel the support, uh, they're never going to make it if they got there. You, you got to be tough enough to make it when you've done it all alone and you never quit, never cry about it, you keep on. So you just expect there's going to be opposition. As long as you expect it, it's okay. Um, it, you, you can't get a victory without a battle. Everybody wants the victory, but how are you going to get a victory if you don't have a battle? So you have to. And, and if there's quit in you, it will surface at some time. If there's an inch of quit, there's an ounce of quit, <coughs> the fact is it will surface. So you've got to decide, I, if it's in there, I want to find it so I can suppress it, so I can kill it, eliminate it in my own life. I remember Ron White, that, uh, that uh, comedian, he said about when he was a little boy and, and he just, you know, he never would finish anything. He said his grandfather turned to his father one day and said, that boy's got a lot of quit in him. And, uh, and, and I would hope that wouldn't be said about any of us. So expect opposition and don't quit. Number six, expend your best efforts toward your goal. Uh, what I mean by that is this. I, I remember sitting one time in a conference where Jack Welch, the CEO guru, was, was speaking. And they were doing a Q&A time. And somebody said, Mr. Welch, if there's one thing you could say uh, that would help me, what, what would that be? And i never forget his words. He said, don't be a dabbler. And when he said that I wrote it down, I thought about that, he's right. He's saying, don't dabble. Don't, don't just put your foot in the water. Go all in, okay? Just go all in. <clears throat> My wife and I were talking about the other night about things that we've done, things that we've seen. And, uh, and we just went all in every time. I mean, I, I lived in one house one time, and we wanted to step up into another house. And I said, I'm going all the way. And, we, I, it was uncomfortable, but we did it. Uh, another time I asked the bank for more money than I thought they would ever realistically loan me. I wouldn't have loaned me that much, but I just said, hey, I'm going to ask. And I went, and of all things, they said, sure. Uh, I just recently bought a house and didn't even tell my wife about it until after I bought it. And, um, and, and in that, it was a little testing, but I always think if you're going to lead, just lead, okay? I, I don't I don't really think people get anywhere that won't put everything at the table. I mean, you got to expend your best effort toward that goal and don't dabble, okay? Um, the fact is, is put your skin in the game. Put some money on the line. But put yourself in there all out. You'll work harder when you feel I have to if you put everything in than you will be waiting to see if there's perfect waters before you do. Number seven, extract every positive principle from life. Now, life is one of the greatest teachers. If you will look at it and the experiences of your life, there are a lot of principles that really do work, and there's some positive principles that we ought to abide by. Uh, one of them is the law of sowing and reaping, okay? It, it works. I mean, what I sow, I'm going to reap. So if I can know that, I want to always be sowing now. I want to be sowing generosity. I want to be sowing giving and forgiving. 
I want to be sowing letting go of stuff. Don't ever carry a grudge or bitterness or jealousy or any of that junk. Always be sowing everything you can in the good, the positive, because there'll be a day you're going to need it. When that day comes, you're going to want it. I heard a guy this week that was talking to us about a real major storm that he'd gone through with the people in his organization and church. And um, he made a comment. He said, we had been ministering to that community for so long and doing so well with them that when the time came that we went through a storm, the community stood beside our church. And, um, and he was saying, they were saying, that's not who they are and that's not what they, ser- they, they stand for. And he got all this support. But the reason is he had been investing and planting long before he ever reaped. And that's the key to it. Do it now. You may need it later. Uh, there's other laws. There's the law of respect. You know, the law of the respect is the golden rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. Now, not everybody's going to respond well, but that's okay. You just do it because it's right whether they respond right or not. The law of respect, the law of honor, the law of connection is another if I want relationships, I've got, to, I've got to engage. I can't wait on them. I have to engage. I've got to make the initial phone call. I've got to make the initial text. I've got to make the contact. And so there's a law of connection that I, I, can, I can make connection with people and reach the people or touch the people that oftentimes are just waiting to be touched. So be assertive. Initiate. It makes a big difference. And then there's a the law of giving and equipping. I think those are positive principles. Always be the giver. Don't ever, don't ever be the taker, okay? Givers always have more than enough. Takers never have enough. Decide, I'm going to be the giver. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take care. I was with my son the other night, um, my youngest son and his wife, and we happened to meet in the particular city we were both at. And, and uh, so I, I took him to dinner. As soon as I got up from the dinner, I, I, I turned to the waitress and said, my check. She said, it's already been taken care of, and he had taken care of it. And he's gotten to where lately he's starting to do that. And so I said, that's about the third time. And, and what was funny was he said, Dad, by nature, I don't know why, he said, I've, been, I've not been a giver. I've not been generous. He said, I'm trying to do this as much for me as for you. And I thought, well, that's a, that's a good start. That's a, that's, a, that's a growth area that if you can recognize, and that's examining yourself, recognize I've not been great here, but I'm going to try this. All that is, that's called leveling up your game. And so that's how you level it up. The law of giving works. The law of equipping. Uh, Teach others. Don't keep it for yourself. Give it to others. Whatever you get, share it. The world is big enough. It's big enough that everybody ought to have a place at the table. So so equip people. Those of you in ministry, I've got to tell you, you're never going to grow far. And you're never going to have a real long-term impact if you don't learn to equip. So equipping people means this, never doing ministry alone, taking people with you. When you're doing it, letting them have a part of it, then letting them put their hands on it, then letting them have a time that they run it and you just watch, and then make sure that behind that you give them resources or the encouragement or the correction or whatever, but equip them to do the things that they are gifted to do. And so that law of equipping is huge. And I think a lot of places, a lot of churches that never grew, never grew for one major reason. Uh, outside of vision and, uh, and good leadership, they never grew because they, they never grew because they never understood the value of equipping others. When you equip other people, they make it run so well, and the way you know it runs well, the real report card is when you don't have to put your finger on it, 
and it runs even better. And so those are laws, sowing and reaping, respect, connection, giving, equipping. Those are positive principles. Extract every one of them you can, carry them through life and use them. Number eight, exceed the normal expectations to make it happen. Um, it is just believe it's going to happen. Go the second mile, keep improving, and, and exceed what, is, what everybody else says. If they go the first mile, go the second. Uh, Frank Shamrock, the UFC fighter, the five-time world champion, was with us a while back. And we had him at dinner one night. And I asked him a question about, you know, when, when he goes into the octagon, what's his mindset? And he said, I always knew I was going to win. And, and he did. He said, I knew I was going to win because I prepared twice as hard as my opponent. That is, he said, I noticed that if this guy's working three hours a day, I'm going to work six. This guy's doing this, I'm going to do that. And, and he said, I prepared above him, so I knew I would perform above him when we got into the octagon. And I think it's true. I think the one, if you, if you bleed in practice, you'll just sweat in the game. If you sweat in practice, you may bleed in the game. So, so give the best you've got in the preparation, and when the big game comes, you'll be ready for it. So exceed the normal expectations. Go the second mile. Number nine, expel negative people from your life as close friends. Now, all of these you've noticed start with an E, you know, examine, exchange, expose. Well, this one, expel negative people from your life as close friends. Now, you're going to run into negative people. You, you can't help that. But you don't have to have them as close friends, okay? If they're negative, if all they see is the problems and all they live under is the victim mentality, you don't need them in your close circle. All that does is drain your energy. They don't want problems solved. They just want to live in the problem. And so you have to learn when you meet negative people to let them go their way. God bless them. Wonderful that they exist. But you just don't want them in your inner circle because you don't have the energy to be able to expend or even to waste on people that really want to be in that environment. So learn to expel that. Be careful who you let to be close in your inner circle. Um, John Maxwell said it well. Those closest to you determine your level of success. And so bring the people around you that really do bring something to the table. Uh, that's why I tell you the right voices will help you make the right choices in your life. You want the right people in there. And then number 10. Here's number 10. Here's what I would do. Extend a hand to others with similar goals. When you meet somebody else that's got a similar goal, when you meet somebody else that you know they, all they need is an opportunity, then don't forget where you came from and uh, that others once helped you and, and extend a helping hand to them. Uh, the goal ought to be now when you, and some of you have made it. Some of you have done a lot further. Look at the people who, who are coming up. And make sure that you're the voice in their ear they remember for the rest of their life that helped them. You know, we all do. We remember people that didn't help us. We remember people that did. And so extend a hand to the other people that have got the similar goals. I spent uh, yesterday about, about 20 minutes trying to convince somebody to hire somebody that I love, that all they need is an opportunity. They've got all the talents in the world. They've got all the gifting. They can do the job. And whoever gets them is going to be glad they got them. But the problem is, is they don't have the opportunity and they're way ahead of where they should be at this stage of their life. And nobody can realize that. They think they're too young. And so I'm just doing everything I can to try to convince this person, you don't realize, you will thank me for this later. Give him the chance. There'll be a day I'll become your closest friend because of that. You'll never regret bringing this person on. And it's because I see all this potential 
but they, they are, they're not given the opportunity. Your goal and my goal ought to be extend the hand, lift them up. Anybody can put a lid on people. Our job ought to be taking those lids off. And as you grow older, let me tell you what will happen. When you grow older, you will, you will come to a place to where you celebrate the wins of others more than yourself. You'll, uh, you, you'll, you'll really enjoy that they are winning. That's to you. you, know, you, you you're at a place now where you say, man, I, I, I'm celebrating. I'm thrilled with. I'm looking at. I knew them once. I knew them when. I saw them at that stage. Look where they are today. That's the part that's the most fulfilling. There's rarely anything that I know of for me, and I hope it will be for you, that I enjoy more than hearing the testimonies of other people that said, all you did was give me a boost. You know, you helped me at one time when I needed, and then they took off from there. Now, I believe this. I really believe that people that wanted to grow, they would have got there anyway. I don't think I had the big part in their life. But I, but, but I don't want to be the person that, that pours cold water on them or stops them. And so they will sometimes give you more credit than you deserve. The fact is they brought what they needed to bring to the table. They brought a hunger to grow. And when they brought that hunger to grow, and all you got to do is just throw at your stuff and they'll take off and grow on their own. So the key is going to be learning how to look back to those behind you, pulling them up, bringing them to a place that one day you look up and you see how far they are. I've, I got one friend that I think is, is uh, probably much better than me. I, I want to be. My goal in life is to be a kingmaker. I'd rather be a kingmaker than a king. And I learned it from a guy that helped me that was a better kingmaker than I've ever seen. And, um, and I, I was thinking the other day just how many people they've touched just by lifting their lids. And that's the goal. So when I look at the way to level up my game, these are all easy. They're within reach. They're possible. They can be done. You've got to be willing to do them. So let me recap them real quick. Examine your life at the moment. Exchange all the little options for the one big goal. Expose yourself to personal growth and successful people. Express your belief in your goals openly. Let the world know it. Expect opposition to your dreams or goals. Expend your energy, your best efforts toward your goal. Extract every positive principle from life. Exceed your normal expectations make it, to make it happen. Number nine, expel negative people from your life as close friends. And number 10, extend a hand to others with similar goals. That's how you level up your game. And I'm looking forward to you doing that. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you for your wisdom, your grace, for the truth we've learned. And help us to take some of these and use and apply them, we ask. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you have enjoyed this lesson. Be sure to check out all of our online resources available to Bill Purvis Leadership subscribers, including a brand new discussion forum where you can share information with your peers. Have a great month.